What's going on, everyone? This is Sean Heineman here with a segment of 40s Unfiltered. You ain't heard a conversation like this. What's going on, Jason? How you doing, man? What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Just maintaining, man. Just excited for uh, what we got on the agenda for today, man. Yeah, I know it's been a minute, but we back. So, uh, you know, life be happening to us grown folks. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely, man. Life is life is interesting, man. I'm glad to have it though. I'm uh I'm I'm glad I'm fortunate to be, you know, on the other side, man, you know, where I do have uh, the breath of my body to, you know, breathe and do, you know, what I have to do. So that that's a blessing in itself, man. Many people can't say this. So true, because somebody didn't wake up this morning. Gotta be grateful exactly. for uh everyday stuff. Uh exactly. Man, let's let's jump into this topic. Uh, that you was talking to me about the other day, and I think that uh, everybody need to hear this because this is it's real out here uh, in these relationship streets. Yeah, it's, it's it's definitely real, man. And um, the topic we're talking about today, man, is um, manipulation, man, versus uh, boundaries. Well, the key word is manipula- manipulation. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just doing a little research, man. And, uh, we're just trying to figure out what the difference is between manipulation and, and, and setting boundaries. Oftentimes, uh, since we've been on this uh, mental health journey and that's really been um, pushed, uh, the agenda, as far as mental health has been pushed really big lately, um, we look at the word boundaries. Boundaries is one of the vocabularies that, vocabulary words are buzzwords, shall I say, that's under the umbrella of uh, mental health. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's, you go on Facebook, you go on a lot of social media platforms and you look and you see that word boundary a lot. And, um, you know, people say you need to test your boundaries and stuff like that. Okay, so now we're past that point. So the boundaries have been set. Now the question is, what does it look like um, when you could feel like it, it's possible manipulation after the boundaries are set. And um, Sean, can you can you give me a brief description on what does boundaries look like to you, you know, for um, the people that are, you know, looking at the podcast right now so we can just get that, you know, out the way? Yeah, uh, boundaries. Um, I, I read a book some years ago from Henry Cloud and John Townsend called uh boundaries they got a whole series on it i think we might have talked about that before mm-hmm. um so i think it's one of those uh like you say buzzwords that we use but i read the book some years ago on boundaries As a matter of fact i need to revisit it because i think it's even more important today as it was when it first came out but just looking up the definition from boundaries this it means a line that marks the limits of a of an area a dividing line, um, and then it also means a limit of a subject or sphere of activity. Um, so when you look at the simple definition of it is a line that marks the limit of an area, a dividing line, you know, it's just like you look at the cartoons and they, you know, the one guy got some chalk and he runs the chalk against <laughs> the ground and then, you know, he's, the other guy steps over it, you know. I think that happens a lot to us and marriages and in relationships. Um, I will say too, that I don't know if too many people know what their boundaries are. Wow. Wow. I think think, that's really good. Yeah. Right. I think a lot of people, it's almost as if you have to cross it in order to see, Oh, 
this is really a boundary for me. No, I don't like this or that. You know, it's almost as if you have to, um, I won't say test them because then it kind of seems, I guess it kind of seems like manipulation if I say test, but it's kind of more of like if you're feeling offended about something or something happened where it really bothered you. Um, that's when people start talking about boundaries. They don't talk about it in the infancy stages of a marriage or a relationship, which I think is really vital. Um, discussing those things early. So that way, you know where you stand. And then some right. people, because some people, they are just boundary busters. You can tell them, and uh, some people just a rebel without a cause. You can tell them your boundaries and they just still want to cross it just to see how far they can, you know, get away with stuff with you. Um, so it's unfortunate that some people have to go through that. But when people respect your boundaries, man, I think a lot of times they keep your relationship healthy. Correct, correct, correct. That's that's really good, Sean. That's re- I, and I'm glad that you, um, you know, gave your um, your insight on that as far as uh, what what boundaries are, because because a lot of times people don't really just know, and that's where the problem comes in where you don't know. And um, what they what they say, uh, what's that slogan people used to use all the time? What what you don't know or, uh, won't hurt you. Oh, that yeah. is so untrue because you know uh, the Bible says that we we perish for the lack of knowledge or the lack of there there, there are no of. Uh, so when we don't know things that that's what tends to um you know definitely uh, hurt us in the long run or right there mm. um manipulation is um basically just you know to paraphrase it just to gain the control of someone uh, um and there are certain tactics that uh, a person could use so oftentimes there is good to set a boundary with someone but when uh, I believe what comes into manipula- comes in when, when manipulation comes into the play, sorry, is when you uh, when the person let's say let's say me and you friends, right? Mm-hmm. And I set a boundary with you, and you know me, and you gain the trust of me, mm-hmm. and you know what triggers me, and you're trying your best to not trigger me or not do something that will cause me to become, you know. Um, irritable or, mm-hmm. or will cause friction in our relationship but I know that also so I use that as an upper hand to gain somewhat of control over you and a lot of times you know you can find that in certain in certain relationships the people that that they kind of have a lingo and know you know um i'm trying to i'm trying to think of, of what i'm trying to say i can't really just uh, articulate it well but uh when people kind of know what's up and like they they know what triggers you but they but they still you know try to use that as uh, a manipulation to pull you in and keep control of you mm-hmm. if, if, if i'm making any sense mm-hmm. yes, yeah because um controlling i i realize that uh i think we all struggle with being controlling to a degree uh because wow, we, all want, we all want our life to go a certain way right and right i was talking to my wife about this the other day and uh she was telling me how a lot of times with with manipulation it's almost like we teach our kids that at an early age and even our parents because it's like if you clean your room then you get this if you do this, then you get this. You see what I'm saying? So they learn at an early age that um, it goes tip a tat. It, it, you know, I have to do something in order to get something. 
Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think it's almost innate in us that we we just breed this with our kids. And then we get into relationships. Well, once we become a teenager, it gets really bad, right? Because everybody's really selfish. You know, you're a teenager and you're just doing you. You're just trying to get over. And then as you become an adult, those things that we don't unlearn, they just become baked in our system. They become baked in our DNA. And we, we get to a place where we don't even think we're manipulating anybody because it's just, it's baked in us. Wow, that is, that is so true. And and I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, with our kids, mm-hmm. uh, the, the in our eyes, it's it's somewhat of an incentive. But mm-hmm. honestly, in actuality, it's 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 us, you know, call a spade a spade. It's us manipulating them mm-hmm. because we're we're trying to get them to do something that that we want them to do. And the best way is saying, if you do this, this is this will happen. Not saying that. Look. You got to do this regardless. Like, look, if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen. So, and you you know what I mean by what I mean by when I say this is what's going to happen. You know, of course, we, of course. We're going to discipline you accordingly. Of course. And so, you know, I, I think we have to unlearn ourselves when it comes to the whole objective of, uh, of um, how we, how we, uh, I don't want to say discipline our kids or how we instruct our kids or how we, tell them to do something because that, 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 that could teach them something as coming into adults that, you know, the only way that I'll get this is, is if I do something for them, you know what I'm saying? And like that, that could create a whole lot of pain and trauma, you know, uh, moving forward. Mm-hmm. So that, that's really good that you said that, man. I, that, that's actually an eye opener. I, I didn't even think of it that way. You know, uh, even me as being a teacher, you know, that's something that's, that's one way that I would get, uh, it would take my behavior, uh, my classroom management uh, down a lot because I would give kids incentives. I would say, look, OK, if you do this, this is what happens, you know, not necessarily teaching them like this is just the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to do this regardless. You know, um, sometimes you're not going to get something in return if you do something. And it, it, it makes a lot of sense because I was talking to my six year old. Um, uh, when was it? It was Friday. It was Friday. I was talking to him and he came home and he was really excited. He was like, Dad, I did really good in school today. Mm-hmm. He was like, now you got to take me somewhere. <laughs> and I thought about it. I'm like, son, like, look, you know, I'm not going to be able to take you anywhere, everywhere, every time you do good in school. That's something that you're supposed to do. And I told him, so I said, look, I'm going to do it this one time because I want to be big on honoring my word because I'm seeing now a lot of times uh, when you hear uh, adults now talk about their childhood, one of the biggest problems was their parents did not honor their words. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they did not make up for what they said. So I want to be that parent now that honors what I what I say to someone. Mm-hmm. And so in, in this relationship with my, my child, I said, look, OK, I'm going to do it this one time because this is what I said I was going to do. Mm-hmm. So. But here on out, moving forward, look, you're going to have to do it because that's what you want to do. And that's the right thing to do. You go to school to learn, you go to school to behave and go to school to do what's right. And so that's what I'm trying to, you know, instill into them. So good point, Sean. Really good point. Yeah. And I I think we take that into adulthood, too, uh, because like a lot of people say, they used to say in the streets, you know, if you ain't paying like you win. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah. So I think yes, we get, so. I think we become adults and it's one of those things that 
people, uh, they just have a tendency to, they might even prey on maybe more vulnerable people uh, or people that they can actually run over. Yeah, yeah, that that's uh, when you when you were dealing with it was a book that I was reading on um, on uh, manipulation because I mean it's it's a form of witchcraft, mm. and when you deal with uh, because it's 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 getting somebody or coercing somebody to do something, you know, uh, um, uh, within your control, you're controlling someone. Anytime you have some type of mind control over someone that that's labeled witchcraft, mm. and so. Um, no, uh, make a long story short, I was reading this book and um, they were just saying that one of the uh, key components to manipulation is when you have someone, they, they, they prey on people who are vulnerable. They prey on people who have low self-esteem, who don't value themselves, who have low self-worth, who don't think of themselves, hi- themselves highly. And that's something that they prey upon. Uh, because of course, if I, if you don't think highly of yourself, um, and you're not really just using your mind actively to think on those good things about yourself. You know, if I come in and I say a few things, because one thing about manipulation, I was reading, it says that manipulation, you have to gain the trust of someone. Mm. That's the only, that's the only, that's the only way that it's going to work if you gain the trust of someone. So what happens is, uh, prime example, I come in, I know you got low self-esteem. I know you don't feel, you know, um, good about yourself. I, deposit good words to you i say things to you i you know build you up i build that confidence up i gain your trust i gain your rapport mm. once that happens i that's when i set my my baiting that's when i set my anchor in on you that those anchors been set when i when i give you those positive affirmations and those positive words that's that's me setting my anchor in you. Mm. and once i have that anchor set i have control to tell you whatever and you'll believe it mm. uh i mean that <laughs> That's the number one game. I mean, that game surpasses, you know, that that that's that's in religion, that's in relationships, <laughs> that's in a lot of things. That's the salesmen. I mean, we we like we all have uh uh I guess a um a piece of manipulation, but I think at the end of the day, it's just how you use it, you know, or whatever. Yeah, because I was reading, I was reading the definition, I think, about manipulation um and they was talking about um in technical in tech terms that manipulation isn't always bad because you're manipulating the program to make something work you yeah know what I'm yeah so that can be a a different perspective so i was just even thinking with say with my kids it's hard for me to just tell them just to clean their room uh, just because when they're little kids, like they just don't get it, you know, they just like, uh, like, cause I say it so, but just like, you know what, we're going to have ice cream later on and if your room ain't clean, <laughs> you know, so they had that little incentive or you almost have to kind of manipulate the system to make it work. And I think as your kids get older, then uh, you can start hitting them with the, these are things you do just because your room should be clean just because uh, you should be, you should use manners just because, you know, right. Um, and, and of course you can, you can explain those things, but that's, that's as they get older, but when they're kids, you got to use the cookie and ice cream theory. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's how they, absolutely. That, yeah. That's how they're going to respond. Like you said, even with the bait, 
uh, people use that, you know, for whatever it is, it can be sex, it can be uh, anything like people can use anything that, you know, you maybe have a weakness for. And, how do how do you think? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, and okay. I was just saying it just kind of use it against you. But that's where uh, to me, this is why it's important that you got to have personal conviction um, and self-awareness to say somebody you marry or somebody you even in a relationship with, because if they don't have that self-awareness of when they might be manipulating, um, they could just use you up and run a relationship into the ground and then not even know it. Right. You know, right. Sometimes you will have to check people and tell them and be like, look, I feel like you trying to manipulate me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, just to be transparent, you know, um, you know, that that there's been times, you know, in my marriage where I I would, I would have to, you know, uh, run there by, you know, my wife, you know, just kind of make her cognitively aware of some of her uh, behaviors, because again, you know, people, um, they have the tendency sometimes to, you know, not even know what their, what their behaviors are and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, 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 you can be so much, um, in tune with the person and and just uh caring about you know their morale and their well-being that you get caught up you know into i don't want to say worshiping that person but uh borderline there you know what i'm saying where they they can manipulate you and that, and that's that was my next question i, I was going to ask you like what do you think that could possibly look like in a marriage well manipulation yeah, man, uh, yeah, yeah, manipulation. Um, it can be uh, uh, it can be sex, it can be control, or or I could say uh, kind of like this power dynamic that mm-hmm. somebody might be a little more uh, lenient with things, so you know you can kind of run that person over to get your way. Um, wow, you know it can be like that, and that's why it's important to understand uh you know, restraint and stuff like that, because really marriage, you're opening yourself up to this person, vulnerability and all. And it's basically how you're going to treat them because they so wide open to you. How are you going to use that, that kind of power? Are you going to use it to manipulate or are you going to use it to build them up? Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Really good. Really good pointers. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say real quick, too, that, uh, you know, when can you get to a place where you're doing things just because where it's not tip for tat, you're in this marriage or you're in this relationship and you clean up the house just because or you wash the dishes just because or you buy her flowers just because or, you know, just because not so much of this barter system where I'm doing this to get that. I think that's really the the ultimate goal. Cause I know for me, I, I do it sometimes. I'm like, all right, if I make sure that we all good, then it's going to be a good night tonight. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to make sure I take care of everything, you know? So I'm like, is that manipulation or am I just actually speaking her love language that in order for this to work, this has to work. So that's a is really it good question. Or is it giving them what they need or what they desire? That's a really good question. And I, I think 
that that question can be answered basically on it's it's about just what works for your marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I know for me, you know, since you know, you know, me and you are covenant brothers, man, and you know, our, our wives have great, you know, similarities, you know. So I, I'm kind of on the same vein you on. Like I, I'm to the place to where I do that just because, and that I do know also that that's her love language. So I know that that's something that that touches her heart. So uh, if if I could use manipulation in a good way, you know, like like you said from the tech tech response, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to win all the time. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't feel like it's necessarily a, a, a manipulation. Now, now let me say this, you know, a lot of times you can't get to the place to where it, it, it can become uh, on, 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 on the other person's end where it could become, you know, uh, borderline like, you know, usury or you taking it to advantage. Like, um, I'll give you an example. Uh, there was one couple that I knew that uh, they, they were married like almost 20 years, still married to this day. And um, the majority of the marriage, the uh, spouse uh, cheated, you know, put the woman through hell. Mm. And because he felt bad and remorseful and just, you know, condemned, you know, he held that he he couldn't forgive himself. Mm. So the next 10 years, she acted up and she, you know, manipulated him, you know, uh, just really, you know, wasn't good to him and i'm not saying that you know uh you know you reap what you sow because you know that that that's not the you know that that is a principle however but that's not you don't go tip for tat in marriage basically right. if i cheat on you you don't cheat on me in return but you know like i say through, through the condemnation through the guilt through the uh self self-sabotage it's like he just you know felt bad and allowed her to do whatever to him and he felt like he was being punished mm. or he felt like he was getting, you know, what he was getting in return. That, that that was fair to him because of what he put her through. And like, she caught on to that. Mm. So she got him to do whatever she wanted him to do. Oh, this is, this is your payback for how you treated me. Oh, I deserve, I deserve this. I deserve this because how you treated me. Uh, no, you need to get me this. You need to do this for me because, Look how you treated me in the past. Look how look 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 all the stuff you did to me. No, ain't nobody else gonna want you. So it kind of like got into his subconscious that I have to do all these things, and that's where manipulation comes in. That that that, that that's definitely you know not a good thing. Yeah, and it, and it comes from uh, you know it could be past traumas. It can be uh, multiple things, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because. Now, I, you know, and I can't speak for everybody because some people do look at it as if you cheat on me, I'm going to cheat on you. I'm going, you know, we're going to go back and forth kind of thing. Or, you know, I get the free hall pass. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, you in debt. You owe me. Right. You know, right. Um, you know, when the Bible says, oh, no man, nothing but love. But I think a lot but of love. times when we put people in debt to us, I think that we almost become like little gods you know because it's like you owe me or there's going to be consequences to pay you know you put that person in debt to you um and you don't know what kind of stuff that they deal with mentally trying to get in your grace or getting your good standings and honestly it's like it's it's never enough right 
Yeah, never know. You know, uh, especially when they know that they can use you and abuse you. Uh, very few people have the, 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 yeah, I would say very few people have the, the mental awareness that what I'm doing is wrong to this person. Yeah, absolutely. You know, very absolutely. few people have that. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. And, um, I mean, you know, we're, you, you have to really understand, like I was telling one of my uh, brothers today, I said, you know, just in relationships and, you know, in marriage in general, you, you that's where grace has constantly have to be extended to that person because you have to always realize, man, that you are a flawed individual mm-hmm. and that you need, you, 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 you need saving. And it's like, you know, once you constantly re- remember that, like you, you'll be a lot, you won't be. Uh, the place to where you get trampled over, you know what I'm saying? But you'll be at a place to where you're a lot lenient and you you, you can extend a lot of empathy and, and, and compassion for, you know, just people in general, you know, but, you know, mainly your spouse primarily. Yeah, yeah. because if, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to do this marriage thing, uh, and again, I think manipulation is something that's easy. I think it's something that uh, if we go on autopilot, we can just kind of, that's just what we do. You know, yeah. Just, you know, I, you know, I, I do this to, it's like the 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 carrot and the and the mule, right, or the or the horse or whatever. You know, you just kind of dangling along, and they just, you know, you trying you selling them false hope. Um, yeah. But, but people get tired after that stuff after so long. You know, it's only so much that somebody can take. Um, yeah. But then that damages them too because they like I've been in this relationship where I've been you know manipulated. And now nah, they don't trust people. You know? Yeah. And, and it's really hard, too, because, you know, when you interview someone or talk with someone that, you know, has been in that situation, um, it's really hard sometimes to decipher what's what, because the person that's doing the manipula- manip- manipulation, they're very good at um, disguising the manipulation. Um uh, on one end, they could they could do something very large and grand for you, mm-hmm. and then on the other end, they can manipulate you, and it's kind of like one of those uh, up and down things on your emotions. Yep. So it's like it's very hard to to break away from that because at the same time, you're giving me what I need that validation, but then again, you're controlling me also. Mm-hmm. So that, that 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 that's really hard. That's really hard, especially for people who lack, who deal with rejection. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, like I, I know, there's been times where I've been manipulated only because that person was giving me something that I really needed. You know, that that validation, that that acceptance. You know, we want to be accepted. You know, of um, uh, not to just really digress off the uh, off the subject at hand, but it's still kind of goes into the same thing just like you know um i was looking at this this particular movement uh and they they pretty much go after you know people that that that's been um that feels like they've been uh wrongly treated or 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 they've been in a, a unjust uh circumstance which causes this them to uh you know attract them and cause them to go more toward you know that particular movement you know so 
I, I definitely understand. And it's all about not having your, not, not knowing your identity, not knowing who you are, man. Mm. So that, that's, that's one, that's one key thing in it, man. Not knowing who you are. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be confident. Yeah. So I do. I, yeah, I believe that. Um, because people like healthy people, they can see dysfunction from a mile away. Man, say that again, man. Yeah, like healthy people can see dysfunction from a mile away. And uh, that's why I always tell people, you know, people say, I'm, I'm in these relationships. I keep attracting the same person. Well, it's what you're putting out there. You know, people, they, they like to blame other people. But I'm like, no, nah, you got a part to play in this, too. Because if you're dysfunctional, you know, y'all can sniff each other out. And, you, you know, you see this yeah. is how I get down this is how you get down. You know, birds of a feather, right? Locked together, man. Fellowship. Yeah. We fellows on the ship. Come on. Yep. yep. So, oh, um, yes. Once that we. So true. Yeah. Once we. And it, I, I think manipulation, I think we all are guilty of it. Um, just because of our own brokenness and our own selfishness. But I think we have to get to a place where, or I won't put this on everybody. I know for me, I want to get to a place where if I do something for my spouse, I just want to do it just because not so much of that. There has to be a reward at the end of the night. <laughs> Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the night or during the day, you know what I'm saying? The kids are in daycare school, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh yeah like 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 the scripture says you know while we were sinners christ died for us right so it's nothing that we really could do to make him love us any more than what he already yeah. done for us no. so could we actually get to that place as humans where we do things for our spouse or our significant other just because we simply love them not because we want a reward at the end of the day that if I don't get none that night, that's cool. But I still gave you the things that you needed. No strings attached, right? I think that's no the, the biggest thing. Um, and nobody, I don't. I, I just don't think people like being in debt to people. Especially, it's like uh, you know those people who they do something for you, and then they throw it back man, in your face. You're not gonna hear, it, man. I mean, I'm talking. You're not gonna hear the end of it. You're not gonna hear the end of it. If it yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those when I did this to you. From. Uh huh. That's called um uh, uh what is that called? I forgot what type of love that's called, but I think it's um it's the uh the the phileo, the, the the Philadelphia love. Uh, you, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Yep. Uh, but you know we want, of course, transcend into the agape love, which means you know you love unconditionally, no matter what state that the person's in, no matter how they treat you, no matter what they do, you can still you know exude that love for that person. And so, but you know, uh, you know, I mean, that's just human nature to us to have that. If I scratch your back, you got to scratch scratch mine type of mentality, you know. But you have to definitely, you know, break yourself out of it, you know, because, you know, again, we, we do come from, you know, the, that that Adamic nature where, you know, we, we're controlled by our our flesh. So we want, I mean, it's just it's it's ordinary. We we want to be want our back to be scratched. We want to scratch the other back, person back. What can you do for me? Mm-hmm. You know, especially, you know, especially in marriage. What can you do for me? Yeah, <laughs> but, right. You, know, you def- definitely got to get out of there, man. Like, and sometimes, you know, like you said, bro, I'm I'm not I'm not innocent. I'm 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 guilty as charged in it, you know. And I may not even, you know, uh 
speak it out but subconsciously I, I feel that way you know what i'm saying and those are the things too how you feel like subconsciously i mean come on bro you you, you know how you feel sometimes you know mm-hmm. and so yeah yeah you gotta have that conviction man um i just i was on twitter the other day i'm you know i'm just talking my my stuff you know what i'm saying and i'm like y'all out here dating people with no moral compass y'all out here in relationships with people with no moral compass you know, because people who just do what they want to do, man, you, you have to be careful, you know, um, because at the end of the day, everything is about them. And uh, we are selfish by nature, but we have to learn how to be considerate of others and stuff like that and learn to be kind, you know, the stuff that you teach your kids. Um, mm-hmm. But then you're trying to help them. You're trying to steer them away from the wolves and stuff like that, too. You know, yeah. from people that's just trying to use them because you know you get that uh, in school, especially in their young years. And um, people have a tendency that little kids be using other kids because they look at them as less than. You know. Yeah, yeah, and you and you, um, you know, you have to worry about man who, who have that you know parasite complex. Man, they just want to take the life out of you, man. You know, and, and don't give anything back to you, man. Nothing. It yeah. just leaves you depleted, you know, and depleted and resentful and, and bitter. Uh, I was talking to, um, you know, one of my brothers today, you know, uh, him, him and his wife, you know, and I was just telling them, like, you know, bro, I said one thing about resentment, man, it, it's it, it's really a really a critical thing because resentment is basically years or months or time of backed up emotions and data that has been put into you that's been unspoken and and it causes you know it causes you to you know display a certain behavior and you don't even much know it you know and um by that time you know by the time you look up you you probably didn't stole off on that person because you're so (laughs) angry and hurt you know like for real like man there's some times where i've been really resentful toward my wife man and like she could do something that, you know, was practically wrong and it could just trigger me, but it could be the smallest thing and I'll just well off, but mm-hmm. not knowing that there was something that was hidden in me man, that was stored up for years or months, whatever, however long I had actually held it in and I didn't speak up about it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't say anything about it, but it, it it's years of unmet needs. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and like like what R. Kelly say, when a woman's fed up, <laughs> ain't nothing you can do about it, man. Ain't nothing you can do about it. So my advice to him was, work on like you told me one time, work on what you can control, and you know let God handle the rest. That's that's the only thing that you can do, man. I think it'll make your life easier. When uh, I always tell people, you know, change starts with me. Um, and and until then, trying to force somebody to change, you just you just gonna you beating a dead horse, you know. Um, I was um, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Uh, Doctor John Gottman, he talks about this because I think he was talking about contempt or something like that. I think you said contempt, mm-hmm. something about contempt. And um, John Gottman, you know, he's been doing this stuff for years. And it's, right. he says those four horsemen of the apocalypse are criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. And uh, yep. 
Yeah, it's those four things that he can predict how long you're going to stay married based on these four different uh, horsemen, you know. Um, so when you when you are criticizing and when you are treating them with contempt, uh, those kind of, I know I struggle with stonewalling. Like I was shut down in New York minute, you know, and they feeling like they locked out because you're trying to they trying to talk to you, but you maybe you maybe you flooded right you got all this stuff going on in your head but you just don't know how to process it or come out right like filter you know what you're saying so yeah um, yeah I, but it's still I, I definitely can identify i definitely can identify with um but honestly with all of them mm. um because i'm a, i'm a bit different like my wife she stonewalls a lot mm. and i'm the type of person where I'm about to take every tool I can and break their wall down. I'm a movie person. And I don't know if you ever uh, saw the movie. Um, what was it called? Uh, God, God, I just had it in my head. When the guy took the, uh, it was a pill called NZT. And he took the pill and, and NZT basically, it opens up every part of your brain because you know it says that we only use 10% of our brain. So it opens up the other 90%. And on the movie, um, Limitless, that's the name Limitless. of the movie, Limitless. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, basically, uh, this guy, he had uh, the guy that had the limitless appeal. He had this like this security like force, like a uh, uh, place where he lived. And like the guy that wanted the appeal, he had his men take some tools, pry down the door. And that's kind of how I am with, with my wife Stonewall. Like, look, I'm going to break this door down. I what whatever type of friction it caused, I'm going to break this wall down. I'm going to come in. So it's like the more that you stonewall, the higher I become, the more, the more volatile I become, the more intense I become. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, uh, lightning and thunder or, you know, like collashing, you know, it's like this, I uh, that was a bad analogy. <laughs> it's just kind of like, you know, so something just collect, co clashing with each other it's like it's never gonna stop because the more you stonewall the more intense i get so i definitely can identify you know and uh, i have experience with the whole stonewalling thing and um you know it it, it don't work you know it don't you know you, you you can you can keep trying but just as much as you keep hammering away they're gonna keep fighting up against you putting that wall up so they're gonna you know they got another layer and they got another layer and they're going to keep putting another on layer. layers. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. As, as, uh, as they say in Shrek, you know, uh, layers donkey layers, you know, <laughs> so, uh, it's going to be layers on top of layers. And the only way you can, uh, make those walls come down is just through consistent love. Thanks, man. Come that's on. The, that's the only way, man. You know, thanks. Um, you can, I'm you sorry, can. I got a call. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, okay. you, know, you gotta, instead of trying to break them walls down, you gotta let them let the walls down. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, man. Love them down, man. Instead of break them down, gotta love them down. Yeah. What that so song say, uh, my love come down? Thanks. For real. You know, so for real, man, you got to do it, man. You got to. That's the only way it's going to work. And if, if, if you, you know, and like when you describe what that looks like, you know, it's different variations, man. Like, you know, um, with me, 
I decided to just say, you know what? I know right now, this is not this is not going to be a good time to to discuss anything or talk anything. So I I cool down. Mm. You know, one thing about it, you, you you can never eat something that's too hot. You know, when you put it in your mouth, you're going to instantly spit it out. Mm-hmm. So whenever you're heated, you know what I'm saying? Like take some time and cool off, mm-hmm. and then go back and re- then go back and address the thing. Uh, oftentimes, what we do is we don't go back and address the situation, and then it becomes swept under the rug, and yep. then it builds a whole huge mound. And you know how those work. So it's just like, but um, yeah, just back away from the situation, man. You know. The Bible says anger rests in the bosom of fools, man, and, and a soft answer turns away wrath. So once you, you know, allow the situation to calm down, if you know your per- if you know your spouse or significant other does stonewall a lot, you know, come back and revisit the situation later in a calm voice and just talk to the person. Talk in love. Ask them, you know, one thing that um my principal shared this with me um when I was working with uh, the other teachers. Mm-hmm. He told me to ask the teachers, he said, you know, whatever constraints or whatever um, uh, things that they have, you know, conundrums, he said, ask them the word, help me to understand. And that that took me a long way. And I, I actually use it in my marriage. I'm like, hey, help me understand. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Help me understand. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Man. Mm. man. Any any words of wisdom before we close this out, man? This has been a great episode. I know uh, manipulation is something that uh, I, I don't think is maybe discussed enough, uh, considering how we all have the capability to do it. So I think this was a great topic. But um, words of the wise, what 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 do you got? Uh, or what would you leave somebody with? Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was saying, like, what what would you have to give to the listeners or to the viewers, like, just a piece of wisdom uh, as we head out? Um, one of one of the uh, keys I would give is that um, I know we put a bad label on the word manipulation, but uh, like my brother Sean said, from a tech perspective, there are good things uh, about you know some good things about manipulation. You can manipulate things into your favor you know only if it's uh gonna um uh be something good that comes out of it uh as far as um like a prime example you know with your kids they don't understand uh manipulation from um a standpoint of you get them to do something so you have to give them incentives so that's a part of manipulation so there are some good things about manipulation uh one thing i will say is how, how do you know when it when that's happening is uh, when you feel yourself exhausted, when you feel yourself uh, just, you know, getting ready to tap out, that that probably is an evident sign that you're being controlled and manipulated. Whenever you feel short-ended, mm-hmm. that's a sign. So just, you know, just note on those signs, man, that, you know, that, that could possibly be a sign of me being manipulated. Whenever you feel a disadvantage, mm-hmm. you know, those are things that you can take into consideration. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's what's up, man. Well, you heard it here. Everyone who is listening to today's segment of 40s Unfiltered, Jason, how can they get in touch with you? You can reach me on Facebook, man, just by my name itself, Jason Lockhart. Also on Instagram is Jackson Heights on Jackson Heights. um, I'm I'm sorry, Jackson Heights underscore on. Mm, Okay. 
Well, you heard it here. Everyone, make sure you connect with Jason. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. And if you are watching this via YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and share this with a friend of yours, family member, friend, who knows? There's a lot of people out here struggling and you don't know how, you know, sometimes just a video, they could be one video away from getting the information that they need. So, uh, yeah, this has been a great episode, Jason. This is Sean Heineman here with Jason Lockhart. All right, people. Take care. Peace.